It's the Sports Talk Podcast with Ryan Furren giving you the hottest sports takes in town. You can reach Ryan through Facebook, email, and Twitter. Now it's time to start the show. Here's Ryan. Welcome back into the Sports Talk Podcast, everybody. How's it going on this Monday, the 21st of January, the year 2013? How's it going, everybody? How are you today? How are all the Patriots fans doing today? (laughs) Patriots lose to the Ravens yesterday in the AFC Championship game. Final score, uh, 28-13. Patriots end up going down and defeat the first time they lost an AFC Championship game at home. And so it's over. This run for the Patriots here in the playoffs is over. And now it's on to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 47, the Baltimore Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to break down this game in depth a lot today. We're going to talk about a lot, some different aspects, some key areas that we should have been aware of before the game even started that really reared their head yesterday. And hey, Patriots fans, at least the Bruins are back and they won. They won their first game. So that's good. The uh, Bruins are back, so it's going to be an interesting season for the NHL, something that we can all take our minds off of here, all the Patriots fans at least. And so we'll get into some Bruins discussion and then the talk to you take. I want to just send out a message to the Patriots fans that, yeah, we lost, but don't be too sad. Don't be too depressed. Don't be too uh, disappointed because, you know, on uh, there's a lot of things to be thankful for with this Patriots team. And so we'll discuss those later on in the show and the talk to take. But first, we're going to get into the top of the show and talk about this AFC Championship game. Again, you're listening to Sports Talk with Ryan Ferran. Listen to the show right here on podbean.com, sports talk with Ryan Ferrand.podbean.com. And you can also find us on iTunes. Just go to the iTunes store and search Sports Talk with Ryan Ferran. All the episodes are going to pop up in one convenient, easy-to-find place. Download them, put them on your iPhone, your iPod, your iPad, and listen to Sports Talk wherever you are on the go. Also follow the show on Twitter, at Sports Talk RF. You can also follow me on Twitter personally, at Ryan underscore Fran 12. So getting into this game yesterday, and, you know, like I said right off the top of the show, I'm not devastated. I'm not uh, overly sad. I, you know, I'm disappointed. It's, I mean, I am kind of sad. I'm not overly sad because, you know, this is one of my uh, favorite teams here at Rufor in Boston. And so, obviously, it's sad to see them lose. You never want to see, you know, go down like this, especially the way it did yesterday. It's something that we're going to have to live with now. And I guess you just look back and you say this team just didn't have enough talent to win. The defense for the Ravens, I said going into it, you know, if I had to pick who the better defense was, probably would have picked the Baltimore Ravens. But I thought... The age might have caught up to him a little bit, and that the Patriots' defense, while it wasn't as good as the Ravens' defense, they would have been able to make the plays late. Unfortunately, that didn't happen, and I think I underrated the the, Ravens' defense a little bit as they made some key plays, and the Patriots just really couldn't move the ball. They had really had trouble, especially when they got into the red zone, and I think that this defense for the Patriots, where it's been much improved especially the secondary, very uh, a lot improved over last year and over these past couple seasons and even where they were at the beginning of this year. A lot has gone right for them down the stretch, but I still think they're a year away. I still think next year 
they'll be able to really take it, and the league will really say, ooh, we got to watch out for the Patriots because they're a defense that can stop you. And I think that they're one year away from a defense that can win games for you, that if Brady's not having a great night like last night, that the defense can stop the other team and win the ball game for you. So I don't think that the defense is there yet, but I think next year and then, of course, over the next couple of seasons, they will certainly get there. And I think the biggest reason for the Patriots' loss was the defense not showing up in the second. Uh, the second, the first half, close, you know, 13-7 to going into halftime. I think it was a very close game. Both teams pretty even as far as it can be. But going into the second half, the Patriots' D, just, they just did not come out of the locker room. They did not bring it whatsoever. Very effective in stopping the run in the first half of this one. Really good against Rice. Pierce, they were able to stop him a lot in that first half. And then all of a sudden, in the second half, they just started opening up. Pierce was gashing them for big gains. So was Rice. They really couldn't stop him on the ground. And then Jim Caldwell and the Ravens opened up the offense for Joe Flacco. He started to throw the ball down the field, and he started to uh, get some really good opportunities there. Led to a few touchdowns. And so I think a huge reason, probably the biggest reason why the Patriots lost was because of that defense and they just didn't show up and they were pretty effective like I said in the first half but they just weren't there they weren't there when they need to be in the second half so I think that that would be the biggest takeaway and again we we look here the past few seasons it's the defense that has really really handcuffed the Patriots here late in the playoffs last year in the Super Bowl you know did Brady play well no you know did he have mistakes yes but you know what was the reason for that loss it was the defense because you know, at the end of that Super Bowl last year, three minutes left, you have to stop Eli Manning once and you're champions, and they couldn't do it. The year before, the debacle to the Jets at home, mostly the defense. And so over the past couple of years, it's been the defense that's really been hurting them, and I believe it, that it happened again. Of course, Brady doesn't help at all. In these big games where the defense lets them down, Brady doesn't help whatsoever. He's nowhere to be found. And so I think that the Brady haters definitely have something there where... In big games recently, he spends a lot more time braiding on the field instead of going out there and winning. And I thought that, I never said it in any of the shows, but I really thought Brady uh, might have had a chance here to really step up. And that would have been this would have been the game that he would have silenced the haters and he would have came up with a big game. But that Ravens defense was just too tough and they were able to really be effective. And so going down the stretch here, let's look at all the Patriots possessions and how they ended. It went... Punt, field goal, punt, punt, and then touchdown, which was their only touchdown in the game. Field goal again, punt, punt, fumble, turnover on downs, interception. And that was the end of the game. So those were all their possessions right there. And only one touchdown on the board. And that's another key area where they just lacked and they couldn't uh, drive on this Baltimore defense. And it was very, that Baltimore defense was very, very effective. Stopped the Patriots a lot. And to be uh, exact, four times in the red zone, only one touchdown. You're not going to win the playoffs. You're not going to win the AFC Championship game. No matter if it's at home or if it's on the road, you're just not going to win with getting one touchdown in four red zone trips. It's just not going to happen. They got the two field goals. uh, Four times in the red zone, one touchdown, two field goals, and one turnover on downs. That's just not going to get it done. And so you look at the flip side, and it's like, well, maybe if the Patriots' defense was really good, you know, they would have been able to at least keep it close and maybe get a turnover here or there. 
but they just couldn't do it. And that was one of my keys to the game going in was watch for some watch out for some of these guys that might be able to step up and have a huge um, play on an interception or a fumble, and it just didn't happen. These big games where the Patriots need the defense to step up and at least make one play. Last year in the Super Bowl against the Giants, the Super Bowl against the Giants in 07, this year the game against the Jets, they just haven't had that one, at least the one defensive play where, okay, there's a turnover, there's an interception, there's a forced fumble, now Brady has the ball. They just didn't do that. And it really cost them in the end. Not being able to make the plays, not being able to pressure Joe Flacco at all in the second half. Joe Flacco just was wide open to do whatever he wanted. He just trounced the Patriots' defense in the second half. The Tlaib injury, that really hurt the Patriots. I think that that really took the wind out of the sails of the secondary. You could definitely tell that they were just not... That was pretty much it. After Tlaib went out, there was just really no way that that secondary was going to be able to uh, survive, especially with Marquise Cole and Anquan Bolden. Anquan Bolden was shut down throughout the first half when Tlaib was on him. You know, he was able to contain him well. After Tlaib went out, two touchdowns by Bolden. 60 yards on five catches. So, I mean, there was... I mean, you look at Torrey Smith, who was held down pretty good, and then there's the number two in Baltimore is Anquan Bolden. So that was the whole plan. You put Tlaib on Bolden. And it worked. It did work at the beginning of the game, but second half, nobody to cover him. And you see the results. He got the two touchdowns late in the game, especially that last one that just sealed it. And I also think that you have to blame Brady as well. He played poor again. Another big game where he needed to step up and really have a good day for the Patriots. Another bad loss in the playoffs. And I don't really think this game hurts the legacy of Tom Brady or Bill Belichick because they still made it to the championship game. If they had had a game like this in the first round, then you could say, okay, there's something wrong there. But again, another big championship game. Brady can't seem to find a way to step up. And maybe it's just because he's running into a lot of good defenses. You know, the Giants and now the Ravens. But it's just like he just can't perform anymore in the big time. He can't perform on the big stage anymore. And again, the defense couldn't help him out whatsoever. Brady just wasn't on. A lot of bad throws, incomplete passes. A lot of passes were in the dirt. A couple to Brandon Lloyd that ended up going incomplete. You had that one that was thrown behind Aaron Hernandez late in the game where Aaron Hernandez had no chance of catching it whatsoever. I believe that was on, was that on fourth down, I believe. And a lot of his passes as well were tipped at the line. Especially that last one. When the game was pretty much out of reach anyways, Baltimore was still up by 15. They had the drive late at the end of the game. I believe there was about seven or six minutes left. Welker gets that huge bomb, big conversion, and then you thought, okay, maybe this is still doable. Even though it's late, it's still doable. And the next throw gets tipped at the line, makes it about halfway down the field, and then gets picked off. And so, you know, when stuff's going on like that, it's just not going to happen. It's just not meant to be. And so, again, worst fears for the Patriots. This defense that has been so maligned and hated by these fans. And, you know, it's almost like, when is it going to come together? When is it going to come together? We've seen time and time again where the defense just, you know, craps in the playoffs. It happened again. We've seen time and time again where Brady craps in the playoffs. Happened again. And I think that going forward, and certainly before this game and now after... You have to look at going into these games, at least for a Patriots fan, you have to be afraid that Brady is going to crap his pants 
and he's not going to be effective, and he's going to throw terrible passes, and the defense is going to get to him. And then on the other side, you know, the Patriots defense isn't going to be able to stop anybody. And that's exactly what happened again. And they paid the price because now it's Baltimore going to the Super Bowl. Well, congratulations to the Ravens. They truly deserve it. They go into Denver and beat the Broncos. They go into New England to beat the Patriots. So they deserve to be in New Orleans for the Super Bowl. And I also think the Gronkowski injury going into it, you know that I didn't really think of much of it, but I think that going now looking back, they really needed to have Gronkowski out there. That was a, a facet of the game. It was an element of the game that the Patriots had where even if Rob was going to be used as a decoy and just to block and take a couple of uh, defenders with them to leave Welker more open or Hernandez more open, they, he just wasn't out there. And they really needed him. You know, They need his big play ability, the, his blocking ability. They needed him, and it just didn't happen. So that's another takeaway. Another takeaway, the Bernard Pollard thing, it's a clean hit. I don't know a lot of Patriots fans are crying foul on that one. It's a clean hit. You know, the guy plays hard. You know, I think that his only bad play against the Patriots was the Tom Brady play because he went out of his knees. But other than that, the guy just plays hard. And I don't know why you wouldn't want a guy like that on your team. He just goes out there and plays hard. He plays, obviously, he that was a legal hit. At least in my eyes, that was a legal hit. Stephen Ridley got jacked out of his mind, but it's a legal hit. Also, Terrell Suggs afterwards, going at it with the fans. You know, he has the right to do that because his team won, and that's the way that he plays. And so, if you don't like that, you should have stopped him. You should have won. But at the end of the day, the Patriots are the ones that will not be going to the Super Bowl they won't be celebrating in New Orleans. They won't be partying with the Lombardi. They are going to be sitting at home next week. And they're going to watch the Ravens go up against the 49ers. That should be a good game. I'm not going to give any Super Bowl predictions on this show. we got two more weeks for that. A lot of time to be talking about this matchup between the Ravens and the 49ers. So in the coming weeks, I'll share my predictions for the Super Bowl. But for right now, the Patriots season has ended. And uh, that's where we are today. So coming up next, we're going to get into a little bit of hockey. It's not all bad because hockey is back, at least here in New England. Or if you are a hockey fan, we're going to get into some Bruins discussion. So stick around here on Sports Talk. Back in here on Sports Talk. Thanks for joining us here today on Podbean.com, the Sports Talk podcast here on Podbean.com, as well as iTunes. And you can also, I'd also like you to go check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sports Talk Extra with RF. Soon I will be getting a second channel. I know if, you, if you're a subscriber of mine or if you remember way back a couple months ago, I said I was going to get a second channel. Eventually, that's going to start to happen. I'll get that second channel ready to go. But for right now, all my main updates with YouTube is going to be on that channel. And I'll always post the link in the description in, on uh, podbean.com. So uh, check that out as well if you'd like to. Getting back into it here on Sports Talk today on this Monday, Martin Luther King Day. And a sad day for Patriots fans. But you know what? I'm not sad because 
Well, you know what? We're going to talk about that in the Talk to Take, but for right now, we're going to talk about the Bruins, and we're going to talk, you know, hockey is back. You know, be happy that hockey is back. Be in, you know, if you live in New England, you know, this doesn't really apply to anybody else, but if you live in New England, be glad and be happy that you live in a town that embraces hockey, the greatest sport on the planet, the greatest sport in the face of this earth. So just be happy that, you know, you have a place to turn over after this loss. You know, the, the Patriots lost, we got the Bruins. So be happy that it's back and, you know, you got a place to go now. And it's going to be interesting here with the with the Bruins season now because there's going to be a lot of games and a condensed schedule trying to fit all these games in, in four months. It's going to be a lot of back-to-back games. You know, a lot of games going to be fit into one week. Maybe you might get three or four games a week. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of hockey. And so I think that, you know, I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to it. And in their home opener, the Bruins defeated the Rangers 3-1. to It was a really, really good game. It, it had a playoff feel, had a playoff mentality. The crowd was into it. They loved it. The Garden was rocking beyond belief. They won 3-1. They got a quick goal early with Milan Lucic on the rebound. Henrik Lundqvist turned away with his pad, but he just left a wide-open hole on the right side of the net. So Lucic put that one in. And a couple of fights as well, Sean Thorne, Gregory Campbell mixing up. So I just think that overall, great energy from the Bruins. Love to see that they were in it, and uh, they, they took it to the Rangers. And so they're going to play the Jets this afternoon. Well, by the time this goes up, that game's going to be over, but uh, they're going to play the Jets today. That should be a good matchup, and you know, a lot's going to happen over the next three months. Like I said, you know, it's you know it's just one game, but... Uh, the Bruins look really good, and so I, I still think, you know, if you listen to Sports Talk Live on uh, Friday afternoon, you heard me say, you know, it's going to be pretty much three teams in the East. It's going to be the Rangers, Penguins, and the Bruins. I think, you know, I still think the Bruins are still, they're going to be right there, and they're going to be vying for one of the top spots in the conference, and they're also going to be there at the end, and I think that it, it probably will come down to the Bruins and the Rangers in the Eastern Conference Finals, which would be an amazing Conference final series. I think we all wanted it last year, but... The Capitals had other plans, but the Bruins look ready. They look primed, and I think that they're ready to go on another deep run into the playoffs. Who knows if they'll win the Cup because New York is stacked. The Rangers are stacked, man. They have a lot of great scoring on that team. Rick Nash, Marion Gabrick, Ryan Callahan, their power play is just deadly. Just by the names on the sheet, I mean, their power play should click. I know it didn't really do it on... Saturday night but their power play is just magnificent and if they get that thing going watch out because they'll be really good but I would still love to see what the Bruins and the Rangers will be able to do in a seven game series I still think that would be very entertaining and I think the Bruins still have to figure out the power play going forward they're still going to sort of try to mesh stuff together Dougie Hamilton he looked pretty good also he kind of looked out of place but that's kind of expected in your first game in the NHL but overall, I don't think he made too many mistakes with the puck. I think he knew where to go. He knew where it had to be. So I would like to expect some good things out of him. If the Bruins can get that power play going, get some scoring opportunities, I think they should be looking really, really good here going on to the end of the regular season and then hopefully into the playoffs as well. And Tuka Rask also looks sharp. And another takeaway from the Bruins is a lot of people don't think that Tuka Rask can take over this team for a full season. They think that he just isn't ready. Well, the good thing is he doesn't have to do it for a full season. He only has to do it for 48 games because it's going to be half of a season. So, And even when Tuka Rask took over for Tim Thomas back in 2009, 
he's had the best goals, goals against average, best save percentage in the league, and still people didn't want to give him credit because he lost that series against Philadelphia with a 3-0 lead. But I think that's behind him. I think that he was young back then, older now, a little bit more experienced. So I think that he should be really, really tough going forward for any opposing team that the Bruins face. So looking good for the Bruins so far this season. And I would just expect uh, better things for them going down the road. Uh, Coming up next, it's going to be the end of the show and the talk to take a little bit of a message for Patriots fans. That's next. Back in here with the talk to take here on Sports Talk. And ending the show today, just a little bit of a message for Patriots fans all around the country. If you're in here in the New England area and or if you're not, somewhere else, just a little bit of a message here going forward. I I, I watched the news last night, a lot of the news coverage and then and this morning as well, and they got a lot of shots of fans leaving the stadium with looks of disbelief on their faces. A lot of people really just down about the loss, you know, really devastated about the loss. And I can understand being upset and, you know, being sad and, you know, because you're invested with football and football is a very, you know, you you live and you die. Well, pretty much with any sport, but especially football, you live and you die. You know, you go with the highs and the lows. And so you follow this team all the way since September and to come all this way and lose, it's tough. We've been through it a lot with this Patriots team over the past couple of years, to come all this way just to lose. And I'm not criticizing anybody for feeling sad, but in the end, I just have a message for the Patriots fans, and it's that you just don't know how lucky that you are. We really, living here in New England, especially over the past few years, we just don't know how lucky we truly are to have this Patriots team. You look at the last couple of years, we made it to the freaking Super Bowl last year. We were in the Super Bowl. I know that we lost, but we were in it. We come back this year. We were in the AFC Championship game. That's so incredible. And people don't stop enough and take a look and say, man, this is great. I tried, and maybe I'm just over it now because I tried so hard this week to savor every last minute of coverage like it was the last game. You know, take it all in and enjoy it because who knows when it's going to end. And now that it's over... You know, you just got to be thankful. You could be a fan of any other NFL team that's never won a Super Bowl, never comes close every year. You could be a fan of, like, the Detroit Lions. Look at them. They were good last year. They had a playoff game, and then they came back this year. A lot of high hopes, and they stuck up the place. I think they won four or five games. No Super Bowl appearance, no playoff appearance, no championship game appearance. So I just think that we have to realize that we're very lucky here with this Patriots team. Especially because this Patriots team has been building up over the past couple of years. I mentioned this, you know, a, a lot over the past week on the radio and everything. They're building up here. You know, they're getting it going. This defense has been in a rebuilding mode now for the past four or five years. They're building it up. And they're going to be really good here on defense and offense for the next couple of years. They're going to be set for the next three or four years here. With guys like, I've mentioned these names tons of times over the past couple of weeks. But it's true. Guys like Devin McCourty and Patrick Chung and Brandon Spikes and Chandler Jones and Dante Hightower. I mean, these guys are going to get 
more years under their belt, they're going to get more experience, and they're going to develop even more, and they're going to become a really good defense. On offense, you still have Gronkowski, you still have Aaron Hernandez. Hopefully, Welker will re-sign back with the team. You still have that great running game with Steven Ridley, Shane Vereen, Danny Woodhead, Brady's still here, Belichick's still here. This team is only going to get better. And they're going to be here next year. And they're going to be here the year after, and the year after that, and the year after that. And I think Patriots fans have to realize that. That they're lucky to be in this spot right now and to be set up for the future. You look at the the Ravens, this is probably their last chance at a Super Bowl win for a long time. Because you got to think Ed Reed's going to be retiring next year. Ray Lewis is gone this year. That defense is getting older. It's not getting younger. So, you know, the age is going to set in with this Ravens team eventually. So you got to think that this is going to be their last run. They're not going to be, they're not set up for the next couple of years. On offense or defense, Anquan Bolden, old. They're, they're guys that are established on offense. Joe Flacco, Ray Rice, and Torrey Smith. That's pretty much it. De- uh, Pitta. And that's pretty much it. They don't have that buildup on offense or on defense that the Patriots have. Granted, they're a great team, but they're not going to be here in the future. But the Patriots will be. And I think that the Patriots fans have to understand that. That we're all still going to be here. In a couple of years, the Ravens probably going to fall off the face of the earth. Not not meaning disrespect, but it's true because they're not really set up for the future. But the Patriots are. And so the Patriots are going to be here next year and they're going to be there the year after. Maybe they won't win a Super Bowl for the next three years, but they'll at least be in it. And I think you ask any, you know, like I said, Lions fan, Raiders fan, Dolphins fan, Browns fan, Bills fan, you know, I think if you ask any of those fans that don't have a chance to see their team win, what what is it like? You'll want to go to the AFC Championship game and lose and go to the Super Bowl and lose. I know that it's tough that, you know, the Patriots have lost, but much more fortunate and much better situation than a lot of the other teams in the league. And so that's just the talk to take is don't be too sad. You know, you can be a little disappointed and a little sad, but don't be too devastated. Don't be too shaken up by it because Patriots are going to be here next year. They're going to be here next year, and they're going to be here for a long time. And they're going to be set up for a while. And so you're going to get a lot of these games. AFC Championship games at home, Super Bowls. You're going to have a lot of them. So I wouldn't worry about it for the for the time being. I wouldn't really worry. You know, maybe take today, tomorrow, to uh, be a little sad about this game. But then just realize that Patriots are in a good position. And also be thankful that you live in a town where... The next day, you can turn the page and say, the Bruins are on. You know, let's go for the Stanley Cup. The Bruins are in prime position to go for a cup run. So, be thankful for that. And that's all I have to say on that. So, Patriots fans, listen up. Don't be too sad, devastated. Don't be too sad about this whole situation because the Patriots are going to be here for a long time. And that's my talk to take. And of course, that ends the show here on Sports Talk. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening here. I remind everybody to, uh, again, follow the show on Twitter at Sports Talk RF. If you want to send over anything that we talked about in today's show, we'll uh, definitely read it out on next on the next show as well. Or you can follow me on my personal Twitter account. That's at Ryan underscore for 12 YouTube.com forward slash Sports Talk Extra with RF. I did a reaction video after the game immediately following yesterday's game so you can go and watch that uh you can listen to me on newbury college radio it's gonna be every single friday sports talk live from 11 till 12 11 a.m to 12 p.m friday afternoons so you can get my live reaction live tweeting live 
chats, interactions. So go on there. The link will be on my channel page on podbean.com. It'll also be on a ton of other places as well. My Twitter, my YouTube, it's going to be everywhere. So we'll have the link for you on that. And so you can find me in all those different places. But for right now, thank you for listening today. The next time we talk is going to be this Friday, like I said, on Newbury College Radio. And then next week we'll do another uh, Sports Talk podcast. But until that time, everybody have a great week and a good weekend. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.